0: Back to I'm Trying the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Fichels, and it's a pleasure to have you here today. Man, oh man, it's been a minute. It's been a couple hot minutes, a couple hot weeks actually, since I have recorded, been present with this podcast, and I've definitely been beating myself up about it. <laughs> I try to hold to the standard of consistency and showing up for what lights me up, but There's just been a lot happening and I found myself feeling very overwhelmed and I had to really prioritize what can I get done in the time that I have? What can I do in the midst of all this mayhem that has been March to really just get by and to at the same time put my needs up there with work that has to be done And unfortunately, that left the podcast, which is a passion project, (laughs) on the back burner. But I am hoping to find a flow with everything in my life right now and have the consistency and the schedule to just make things work. I also know that at the end of the day, I am my biggest critic and that all of you listening probably understand, have been feeling mutually or have just hardly noticed. Maybe you hardly noticed that there haven't been hasn't been an episode in like three, four weeks. But at the end of the day, I just need to remind myself, and maybe you need this reminder too, that nothing is that big of a deal. We oftentimes take these just situations in life, and we blow them up to such big proportions in our mind And our anxiety or fear, whatever emotion we're feeling, creates stories and illusions around it that oftentimes just multiplies the misery and suffering and whatever hardship we're feeling times 10. Taking time away has been needed, uh, but I am happy to be back. And I'm happy to (laughs) be quieting the anxious chatter in my mind about, you know, record the solo, record the solo, why didn't you record the solo, blah blah blah, just all those little thoughts that have been nagging me for weeks now. I will say, last weekend, I had the time set aside to record this, but I got extremely sick, (laughs) which was also a universal sign to slow the fuck down, and so I listened to it, and I was in no place to record. I was so congested, and I don't know about you, but congested voices like that have that nasally tone to them I just I can't do it I can love that person but I if it comes to a podcast I can't listen to it for that long why because I myself struggle with lots of congestion and oftentimes get a nasally tone like when allergies are bad towards the end of the day and so I just I can't, I don't know, I just can't listen to it. So I thought, I can't record while I'm sick. That would be doing a disservice. So here we are, a week later, March 23rd, I believe it is. Uh, But yeah, today I wanted to just chit-chat a bit, update on some things, and share some thoughts I've been having. As I mentioned in the beginning, a lot of what I've been experiencing the past few weeks has been related to what I would describe as feeling overwhelmed. The lesson to be learned has been, how do I manage and make it through the overwhelm? Maybe not manage, because to me, manage has this like type of control element to it. I guess more so I've been trying to determine how can I work through the overwhelm and move through it without going to what I would deem, quote-unquote, like unhealthy or unsatisfactory coping mechanisms. Uh, You know, it's tempting to crave control in these times. In the past few weeks, I took on a new part-time job hosting at a local restaurant. It's really good money and is helping me fund some unexpected vet bills for my precious fur babies. Uh, It's also, you know, helping me save up a bit and create sort of a backstock of cash so I can hopefully in the near future just take some more time to pursue my side projects. But regardless, I took on that job and there's been some lifestyle shifts and lots of vet appointments and all these little things that popped up and to a quite literal life March madness. You know, they have March madness for basketball, but I think that could be applied to life this past month as well. And so it's been really tempting in these past few weeks, I found myself feeling called and pulled towards some old habits, coping mechanisms, etc. that are a bit more control based. And when I realized I was doing that, (laughs) I immediately knew it was because I was trying to, quote unquote, like manage the situation. And everything fell out of my control. So I wanted to get in control. What's funny though is that oftentimes in these situations, what we do is we speed up and we go to the wrong, not maybe not wrong, but we go to an interesting choice of aspects of life to try to control. What I mean by that, the past few weeks have been feeling overwhelming for me, out of control, because I introduced. Two new work, part-time work situation projects without creating proper structures for how to manage my time, for how to set myself up for success when it comes to like meal prepping, and how is my daily routine going to change, and when do I schedule in household chores to keep my place clean, and when do I do grocery shopping, and when do I have rest time and friend time? I didn't do any of the base work to set myself up for success, and so things quickly spiraled what to be what felt out of control and I was going from working all morning to working all night to waking up late getting off my routine slacking on the habits and parts of my life that truly leave me feeling my best and I just did a reel on this on Instagram about my pillars of wellness and I was essentially saying that in the midst of all the noise out there of what you should be doing and do this and do that and do that to be healthy and well and blah 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 The pillars that I need to constantly remind myself to go back to are daily sunshine, movement, nourishment, hydration, and then my mindfulness practices, which could be like going for a walk or meditation or breath work or reading or journaling, right? It's, it might, you know, that's a list of what, six things, which to some might be like, you're calling that simple? Actually, yeah, because if you think about it, They're things that are so easy to implement and integrate into the everyday if you just put a little bit of thought and intention behind it. Now, something such as making fresh celery juice every day or intermittent fasting or like, I don't know, any of these other trends might be a bit harder to integrate into the everyday and I don't think they're right for everybody and I personally don't abide by them. But these pillars that I just shared and I shared in that reel Are things that can happen so naturally in the everyday. You go outside and get sunshine. It's just about getting yourself outside for a couple minutes or hopefully longer. Movement is as simple as choosing the stairs or walking here or walking there or doing a workout, even if it's 10, 15 minutes. You know, nourishment can come down to just putting some intentionality behind the food you're eating and making sure you're actually eating. For me, these past few weeks, I found myself sliding on all these aspects because I hadn't planned ahead. I hadn't meal prepped, so then I found myself running out the door for work, and all I had were like scraps in my fridge, so I was eating like leftover toast and a hard-boiled egg for dinner, which is tasty and good, but A, it wasn't enough for me personally, so I was left feeling hungry throughout my work shift. B, it wasn't like, not even that every meal has to be balanced, but eating eggs and bread for dinner three nights in a row probably isn't going to leave me feeling my best you know so things like that or just like working all morning not getting out for a walk or any sort of movement and then realizing well shit I have to get ready for work now and so I was slacking on that end not drinking enough water we all do that one and then especially with the mindfulness practices it's just so funny because as I said before when life speeds up we speed up to match it And oftentimes what that looks like is those mindfulness practices that oftentimes challenge and invite us to slow down, such as sitting for breath work or meditation for even five minutes of your day, maybe 10, or going for a, you know, walking pace of a walk. (laughs) We feel like there's just no time for it. And I'm too frenzied and there's too much to do. But in reality, we're probably spending the... 5, 10, 15 minutes it would take to do one of those practices, scrolling on our phone or doing some other mindless task that we don't actually need to be doing and that has no direct benefit or support to us and our well-being. So what I'm trying to get at is that oftentimes, as I said, things speed up, we try to speed up to meet match that pace. And what happens is that we can't outbeat life, you know, like There gets to be a point where you need to know, be true to you, know your speed, know what your body, mind, life needs and you might have to be the one to pump the brakes and slow down. When we don't do that, we find ourselves just feeling that spiraling faster, faster, faster sense and we start grasping for control and we might find this, you know, pop up through having increased thoughts around body image and diet, right? Wanting to control what we eat and how we look and what, we, what our body feels like and control in that sense or how we exercise, right? And, or we might try to distract, right? Instead of wanting to control the time, instead of scheduling in time to actually slow down and rest, we might just find ourselves like distracting by procrastinating even more or taking substances or TV show binges or any of the above. And all of these things I mentioned just now aren't necessarily quote unquote bad, but it's all about the context, right? If you're if you're going to food, exercise, your body, um, overworking, whatever it is, as a way to trying to control things and it's not coming from a well-intentioned space, it's going to backfire. And if you're going to these distracting behaviors because you just need an escape but you're not actually solving what's causing all this like internal turmoil, it's not going to solve the solution. And instead, it might make you feel even worse or it might worsen the situation. If you're in a well place in life, right? And you're coming at these things with good intentions, having a night off where you binge watch TV, perfectly fine and normal. Why? Because the next day, you're probably not going to think a single thing about it. You're not going to be filled with this like sense of guilt or remorse or why did I waste that time? Blah, blah, blah. Why? Because you weren't using it as a distraction coping mechanism. It was enjoyment and because you have the other parts of your life like in check maybe or at least semi in check and you were intentional about it and instead of becoming two weeks in a row where every night you're binge watching TV and distracting from your problems it might more so look like one or two nights a week you sit and you just have a tv marathon and that's great if that's your way to relax and unwind but you're choosing it from a very different standpoint and intention if that makes sense and the same goes for like the food exercise body image all of that things right they're like those things come and go in waves i can be fully recovered from my eating disorder or in recovery And still have days where my body image sucks or days where I feel a heightened sense of maybe anxiety around food or exercise. But if that's happening on a consistent basis, or if every single time I'm stressed and seeking control, I'm like pushing myself to the max with my exercise, I might want to stop and question what is my intention behind this? Am I trying to like control something or am I just having like an off day? And so there's no one answer to anything that I'm sharing here today. I'm more so just spewing thoughts and lessons and things that I've sort of learned and realized over time and things that I accept to be truths in my life and the hopes and perhaps chance that maybe it resonates with you or it gets you thinking about something. Or even if you disagree with whatever I'm saying, that's great too. Disagreement is needed in life. We are not meant to be agreeing and people-pleasing and just like one lane in our life and forever. It's good to have a variety of source and knowledge and perspective in our lives. And so I guess where I'm at now is in the last few days, I had identified that I was sort of seeking these more controlling and or distracting aspects of life. And then with being sick last week too, it just really gave me the wake-up call I've needed over the past two, three weeks to look at and identify what is going on. What at my core do I need to acknowledge and address and work on so that I can get myself out of this sped up insanity cycle (laughs) where I'm trying to control and grasp and really burning a lot of branches in my life, right? So I took like a day or two and I'm going to do this again this weekend where I'm just going to unplug and not necessarily like a rest and relaxation day, but just an unplugged day where I am I don't necessarily have any tasks that I think I have to do. And instead I'm going to go through almost like a life edit. And that's a term I picked up from Krista Williams of the Almost 30 podcast. She has like a whole course about it too, but the life edit is essentially what it sounds like. You're doing an edit, an audit of your life. And so I'm going to sit down and look at, okay, these are the areas in which I'm feeling overwhelmed. These are the areas in which I'm feeling good. These are all of the work tasks, like to-dos that I've been putting off, that I have to do. These are all of the things that I want to do. These are the days that I might need some extra, you know, care and attention because they're super busy and these are the days of the upcoming week or two weeks, whatever it might be, that it looks like I have quite a bit of open space and I might be able to schedule this or this here. Blah, like the list goes on and on. I'll go through my finances. I'll go through this, but I'm just planning to do this life edit audit day where Instead of speeding up and taking this day off to just burn through whatever I can on my to-do list, I'm going to slow down, be intentional, and create the base structure that I should have created in the beginning of March before I got all of these new work and job opportunities and life got crazy, right? So the idea now is to slow down, be intentional, and create almost like a game plan Versus just speeding up and trying to speed through things. Why? Because when I, for instance, if I, I have the Saturday off in the past, and what I've done in the last two, three weeks is that day off, I just spend, I'm like, I'm gonna get as much stuff done as possible. It's like, let's get shit done day. What happens? <laughs> I burn out <laughs> because A, it's my first day off and a couple, you know, whatever, it's like a day off. So my body and mind are craving rest and relaxation. So I already have that working against me. And then B, it's like, it's just not aligned to work in that way. So I'll start off the first hour or two of the day getting like all this shit done. But then I find myself feeling the lethargic, you know, sort of wanting to rest and be like slow down sort of feeling. But since I'm not accepting of it, what do I do? Well, I find myself like sporadically getting on Instagram and then getting on Instagram a bit more and then on TikTok. And then before you know it, I've distracted and wasted all this time doing mindless, stupid things like scrolling social media or scrolling this app or whatever it might be versus if I had just let myself slow down, rest, have a day to recuperate and then go into a new week, strong, refreshed, ready to go or even take the morning off and then have a strong afternoon like where I'm focused and actually productive. So that's that's sort of my game plan for it. And I know once again this wasn't necessarily a clean cut. Here are three tips to manage your overwhelm. Not even manage. These are three tips to work through your overwhelm and get a grasp on life. That's just not me. I'm not somebody like sure. Three tips would be nice, and I'm sure there are three tips in this episode, but this was more so me sharing my experience, my thoughts, in the hopes that it brings up what will work for you, because at the end of the day, we're all different, and our brains and our bodies and energies work in different ways. We have our core similarities, of course, but my like kind of chaotic ADHD, anxious self-brain, whatever is not going to work the same as somebody else. Even if you also have a chaotic ADHD, anxious brain, we're wired differently at our core. And, or at some parts of our core. <laughs> and so the hopes more so of this episode is to talk about these areas in a more broad, wide scope that you hopefully can relate and resonate to and that starts stirring the pot in your mind And then you can come to your own conclusions about the best way to approach it. And that's how I, like when I listen to podcasts or anything like that, I'm more so listening to see what resonates and what it brings up in my mind. And even if it's an episode titled like five tips to do XYZ, I might leave that episode not have even like taken in what those five tips are, but it'll have been the few things in between that resonated and got something sparked in my own mind that I then work with and chew on and figure out for myself. So that's all I hope this episode can do for you. If it does at all, let me know. I would love to hear connect. Or if you have, if you want to challenge something I said, I love it. Let's hear some new perspectives. Bring it to me. Um, but regardless, I just thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with the show. Uh, we do have some fun guest interviews coming up, some more solo things, some life updates. So stay tuned. But in the meantime, I hope I hope you enjoy, and I hope you're having a great or decent or just well day wherever you're at. And let's connect on Instagram. I'm at Emily Fycles, and I'll have that linked below for spelling. But yeah, that's about it. So enjoy. I'll talk to you next time. Goodbye.